Hello and welcome to Huddersfield Town Extra Time in association with Sportsbroker. I'm pleased to be joined by ex-terrier Lee Makel and Stuart Rayner of the Yorkshire First. Uh, Stuart, we were just talking before we started recording and, and you were saying you, you were writing a very different match report uh, up until those last few moments. Um, the game turned on that, that penalty decision, that controversial penalty decision. Do you want to talk us through how you saw it? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a difficult one, really. I, I kind of had a, a little bit of sympathy with the referee because it, I just think, although um, Sober Thomas made very little contact with Alex Moat's head, which was ducking down anyway, I just think when you, risk, you, 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 you lift your boot that high in the penalty area, you are running that risk. And it, it really could have gone either way, that decision. It was unfortunate for town that it did. And it was even more unfortunate that it was such an important decision because, you know, had they had, had obviously Andy Carroll not followed it up with that with that second goal, we wouldn't really have been talking about that. It would just have been a fly in the ointment of a of a good win from Huddersfield, and that's the frustration, really. You know, Carlos Corbran was talking afterwards about how conceding that second goal, those two goals quick, quick together, could have been avoided, and and it was you couldn't put it all down to the referee. It was partly of Town's own making as well, which was a shame after such a good performance up to that point. Yeah, we'll, we'll come on to the good performance in, in a moment because it was for, for 80, 82 minutes, absolutely excellent. Uh, Lee, if you want to be slightly less diplomatic than, than Stuart, the, 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 Stuart mentioned slight contact. I, I can't see any for, for me from where I was sat. How, how did you see the penalty? Um, well, I think the, the referee's positioning as well, I think he, he's seen a completely different view of it I think his um, his positioning was behind Mort, so it, it kind of looked as though that Thomas had kicked him in the head. But when yeah. the, when the replays were were shown, it's quite clear he, he did touch the ball a little bit, Thomas, but nowhere near Mort. And Mort's just gone down and, and faked the injury. Um, but like I see, I think the reason the referee gave the penalty is because of the position he was in. Yeah, I think that's that's very fair. Um, like Stuart said, that, that swung the momentum in, in West Brom's favour in the, the the long ball into the box found Andy Carroll, who, who did what he's, he's on the pitch to do. And it, it shouldn't have really come to that, Lee. We, we were in control for 80 minutes and it was, you know, an absolutely to the script, perfect away performance up until that 80th minute, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. The way that they set up, again, give massive credit to the manager, the way he set them up, um, 4-4-2. He switched to 4-4-2 for the last 20 minutes last week, so maybe he had that in mind that he was going to do it tonight. And um, I just thought the whole team was disciplined. They had composure in the team. They played the way out of tight positions. And when they did break... They broke in numbers and, and, and broke at real speed and, and caused West Brom a lot of problems. Um, like I said, the the, uh, the whole team was disciplined and composed, but I, I actually thought that the, the two centre-halves were immense until the last 10 minutes. Yeah. And then, and then you know, they bring Andy Carroll on and the manager changes and goes five at the back just to have that little bit more you know influence at the back there try and win the second ball because you always know that Carroll's going to win the first one uh, and it kind of backfired on on us at that time because obviously nine minutes to go he, he makes them changes to try and see the game out which is the right thing to do um, 
and then he has to go and change it again uh, after the score the the first and the second goal. So, I mean, it's disappointing, but then again, you go into places like West Brom and you you get in the point uh, and you keep that unbeaten run going, you keep the confidence high, really high in the dressing room, which is what you really want. Yeah, it's a it's an emotional one, Stuart. Right now, you know, five ten minutes after the full time whistle's been blown because. You know, before the game, had you given somebody a, a draw at the Hawthorns, I think most people would have taken it. I think, uh, you know, when you tune up and, and the way the games went, it feels strangely like a defeat now when, when it really shouldn't. It's a, it's a great point. Um, but just the, the flow of the game's kind of deflated the way it is. But, you know, the lads on the way out of the stadium are obviously feeling a little bit hard done by. And, and that's motivation, isn't it, for the next couple of games to to put that right and, and get the next couple of results on the back of this one? It's it's motivation and it, and it's encouragement. I mean, if you think, at the, you know, before the season started, a month into the season, if you said, you know, you go to the Hawthorns and you'd be disappointed at only getting a 2-2 draw. I think that shows how far this team has come, to be honest with you. As you say, it's just a sequence of the goals. If they've been scored in a different order... He'd be delighted tonight, but it's it's one of those. It's it's the classic draw that feels like a defeat. Um, but yeah, I'd, you know, I'd agree with all all that Lee said. You know, there's a, there's a real there's a real discipline about this team. They can do they can do the nice stuff. They can do the nasty stuff as well. They you know they find a way to score goals, um, and and it's just frustrating that having done all those things, all those really professional things for eighty minutes, eighty five minutes, it was just a little bit of switching off, and and obviously you know. Let's not forget dealing with a former England striker coming off the bench. That's not that's not easy either, particularly when you get the ball in the air to Andy Carroll. That, yeah. that, that that's just that was the fine margins of this game, and uh, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. But I say when you look at it in the cold light of day, you'd be pleased to have this frustration. Yeah, it, it, Lee, the the performance was, was excellent. Like we've been saying that the, some of the football that that town were playing, it wasn't just in control, but they were. You know, playing it between between themselves really nicely. They were, you know, creating some some gorgeous chances on the break, and and it went exactly to to script. One player that, that obviously stands out for a goal in each half is, is Danny Ward. The first one was you know off the back of his hard work closing down Johnston, who, who's not a bad keeper. He's England squad himself, and the second one that again predatory, you know, following up on a on a Lewis O'Brien shot. That's the sort of centre-forward performance that, that top-end championship teams need, isn't it? Yeah, and also, his all-round players excellent, you know, holding it in, bringing other players into the game, um, holding it in, turning and, and, and playing Thomas in that he done towards the end of the game. Um, but I thought the whole team was disciplined and, and had a composure about them and, and they, they looked a real fluid unit, whether they were with the ball or whether they're uh, without the ball. But the first goal, the way that they closed down, was probably being worked on on the training field, especially with the two up top. And then you had Sonari coming in on the, on the right. And basically, the, the way that West Brom played, they, they did have four in that area, four players, and, and we had three of our players, and we and we could nullify that and, and put the keeper under pressure. And, and that's what, you know... They must have been working on. Um, yeah, been to some of the matches and, and seen them live. You can see that they work a lot on pressing and and, and setting traps and triggers for to you know to pounce when there's a, a bad pass or was a bad touch. And that was one one scenario that you know came off. And but I thought the, the whole team up, up until 
you know, the, until the West Brom scored the penalty were, were excellent. Yeah, somebody that, that Lee just touched on there in passing Stuart was Sauber Thomas, who I thought playing a, a slightly different role today, a bit higher up off the shoulder of Danny Ward, was, was excellent. Uh, you know, a constant outlet. He was running in behind really well. He was uh, you know, a real headache for, for West Brom all night. And it's a shame that he was the one to give that penalty away because it was a performance that, that didn't really deserve that to, to cloud it. But, it, you know, the way that, that, that Town controlled the game, if you were to write down the you know, market worth of, of West Brom's 11 and ours and, and put it on a black piece of paper and ask you to pick which one cost what, it, it wouldn't be the way around that it actually is, would it? Absolutely, and that's what I mean about, you know, when you look at it in those sort of terms, to be disappointed at getting a draw here really, really says something. I mean, for me, the the, the, the moment that summed it up was the, the, the second goal, because, you know, the, the finish itself, it was, it was, I say just, it was just a poacher's finish. It wasn't <laughs> one that's going to get on goal of the season, but the build-up play through from Russell, through Ward, through O'Brien was beautiful. You know, they played some... Town have got this are in this phase now where they can play some really nice stuff, but they can do the ugly part of the game as well. And and I I just think that that, that summed it up nicely, you know. And, and it, when you've got a centre forward who can score those kind of goals, thirteen of them now this season, that's 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 absolutely priceless. Stuart, how do how do you react to a game like this? Because obviously, like we referenced before, it's emotional right now. But is it a game where? you know, the further away you get from it, the, the better it seems? Or is it one that, you know, as far as it's going to remain annoying regardless of, of how far away you get from it? Well, I've, I've, I've kind of looked at it in terms of just what I was saying then, that, you know, it, it felt like a defeat. But yeah. when the final whistle blew, Town was second in the Premier League. And you, sorry, the championship. Sorry, getting a bit ahead of myself. We'll huh? <laughs> <laughs> work for next year, Stu. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, and when you look at some of the teams who are trailing in their wake at the moment, I think that that is just you know a tremendous achievement by the by this squad, by the recruitment department to put this squad together. Um, and I just long may it continue. Really, they, they continue to be written off this team. They continue to prove people wrong. And uh, and yeah, you know. Now it looks like two points drop, but who knows what the, who knows what Saturday will bring with lots of teams playing each other. You know, who knows if Bournemouth are going to get three points? For for example, we're, we're assuming they are, but um, but we just don't know. And and put, town town are just putting the points on the board and putting the pressure on the other teams. Exactly, that's really, uh, that's really important because although it's, although they um, you see is two two points dropped, there might be one point gained. For the games tomorrow, yeah. but also it's another game choked off the board that we've got points on the board. Um, so it might be a valuable point in the end. So fingers crossed it is. Yeah, Lee, people were, were, were asking the question quite rightly, you know, how the town reacts after going out of the cup on Monday night to Forest. It'd been so long since we'd, we'd lost a game or, or, you know, really been disappointed after one. And I think the boys more than, than proved that they'd reacted in the right way for the majority of this game. And I, I don't think the ending of it really takes away from that. In an almost perverse sort of way, is the way that this game ended that extra bit of a, a chip on the shoulder? Is that maybe a, a nice thing for them to have for the for the remaining nine games of the season to kind of go, okay, let's prove this wrong. Let you know we feel slighted here. Let's carry that into the next few games, and you know, despite any refereeing decision or what any pundit may think we're capable of, let's let's prove everyone wrong. Yeah, I think um, I think all the best teams have that 
you know, it's us against the world mentality to get anywhere where they want to be. Um, and also, obviously, watching it on, a, on, on TV today, tonight, when Huddersfield went 2-0 up, they were saying it was game over. Now, I'm not saying some of the players would have thought, or the way that we're playing, it might be game over. But you never know. So that might just give them that little bit of impetus to go and, you know, finish the game strongly because they started the game really strong the last couple of games in particular and and they need to finish the games how they start them. Yeah. Um, Stuart, as, as the way it is in the, in the Championship, there's no rest for the wicked. It's Millwall away on Wednesday and they're absolutely flying at the moment. Is that the, the perfect sort of game, another game where town can't let the levels drop, can't let their edges drop and you know straight back onto the training field, straight back into recovery and, and head screwed on for that one and, and straight back to it? Well, I mean, you, you say it's the Millwall game, that it is, but every game from now until the end of the season is going to be like that. It's, it's just get your foot down, get points on the board and then see what the rest are going to do about it. That's kind of the situation town are in, having played more games that, 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 than some of them. It's just... I say it's. It, I think it was good for them to play first this weekend. I say put a point on the board and then just say to the rest, right? What are you going to do about it? And you know, as Lee says, it's it's a good it's a good reminder just to stay stay disciplined, stay tight when you concede that first goal. Ideally, you you have those reminders when John Russell puts away that shot late on and you win three two. But we're not living in an ideal world. It's still a, it's still a good a good way to refocus the minds and I'm sure they'll be back at it on Wednesday because that's what this team's done all season. Yeah, it's a, it's a great point, Stuart. It's not as if their edge drops even after that equaliser and they, you know, on another night they may well have nicked a third and, and it's not like they've not done that in other games this season late on either. So uh, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you very much both for, you, for your time. Town go again on, on Wednesday night away at Millwall at the Den. Um, we'll speak again before then, but, but thank you very much for your time, Stuart. Thanks, Lee, for your time again and thanks as ever to Sportsbroker for sponsoring the show.